Hey guys, welcome to Content Candy's new, new show. It's kind of an old show. It's a cinema bias. With myself, Video Drew, and Alex Mack. Please enjoy. Check us out wherever you can find podcasts. Apple, Spotify, what have you. Like and rate and leave a review. That's like a thing you can do on podcasts. And make sure to also check out patreon.com backslash Video Drew to find out ways that you can support this channel, which is growing. Okay, end of thing. Started and my computer went to the wrong screen. Okay, should be yeah. Good. Yeah. Hey, hi. That was What's a up, great dude? way to start it. Hey, how are yeah, you? There is. I'm doing good. You know what happened right before I pressed, like right before I came on screen, or you just saw me go, "What?" It's because my thing just turned off, so I didn't have you on screen for a second, and I thought I accidentally just turned off the whole show. That's oh, a good way to start. That's a very good yeah. way to start, honestly. Very good way to start, guys. Welcome to Cinema Bias. If you notice, uh, I am Video Drew, Drew Grant, as always. But with me is not my lovely co-host, Alex Mack. Alex Mack. I am Alex, Alex Mack. Mack. Yes, I am Alex Mack. Alex Mack. I, I kind of changed some things around. I, you know, you know I, what? I, it, I, yeah. I'm not say yeah. it's an improvement, but I, I really like it a lot. Um, yeah, I'm not yeah. sure if you're. Some, some I know different. you're not. I know you're not old enough to remember the Secret Lives of Alex Mack, which was a show from Nickelodeon in the '90s. But that's what I think of whenever I hear Alex's name. Instead, I you were that show. You do? She was goo. Yeah. She could turn yeah. into goo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that show. That's, yeah, it was a part of Snick, goo. right? It was a part of Snick. It was. It was not part of Snick, I don't think, but it was part of the like buff- the Nickelodeon lineup because it wasn't like yeah, a late yeah. night program. So I also remember Clis- uh, Clarissa. Clarissa explains, explains it, all. it all. Yeah, yeah. Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. Um. Fuck. What else was on Snick? Maybe it was out. I thought Alex Max was an afternoon show. I did, anyway, I, did guys, te- I did Temple Run. Uh, I remember that. Temple Run for Legends of the yeah. Hidden Temple. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice. You see Emma yeah. Fife on that? She's on the new version of that show. Yeah, I heard. I heard. Yeah, I heard. Pretty good. I hope she, uh, hope, guys, hope, hope she won. Yeah. Um. No spoilers. But uh, if this is your guys' first time tuning in and you're, like, confused because, like, who are these people? Well, you shouldn't be that confused because you haven't seen the show before, so you won't notice a difference. But usually the show has another co-host. She's out for a little bit, so we're going to have Ferris sub in. Um, Ferris, I asked you to do this show with me because you are like one of the funniest people I know. And I thought Thank it'd be you. a really I thought it'd be a really fun time. So this is just this is just us chilling out and having a good time. Let's see the comments for a second. We got Justin Hamilton here. What up? I'll be right back, Joe. I'll be right back. Okay, so he's gone. This is good. Uh Justin saying I don't even know this movie. <laughs> I'm just here to make see Ferris make a fool of himself. Jokes on you. He won't be doing that. He's off camera. Matt Muna says, uh, hi, Adelia. I guess he's in the comments, too. There's Adelia. <laughs> oh, yeah, strong words. Um, let's see. Uh, I also want to say, like, shout out to Griffin Nooms, who I think sent me a Streamlabs 23 minutes ago, but it seems to have been from last night because it was like, thanks for letting me play along. And I think that was in reference to the RoboCop quiz from last night. Um, I mean, look. Ferris, Ferris is, oh yeah, he's got it, he's got it. Sorry, a plumbing issue I had to fix. 
Is that like a euphemism for something? Is no, like a, no actual like the plumbing. Oh, like, okay, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. it's Sorry. okay either way. You can be yeah. honest on the show. No, I, I will trust me. If it was a euphemism, I would have made it funnier. <laughs> that's already good i like we're already off to a good start here guys um yeah. so we uh to introduce you to the show ferris this is cinema bias a show where i guess we do whatever we want now because for a while it was about like movies that we didn't know or like one of both of us would not know mm -hmm. but i just thought it'd be fun for us to just talk about movies together because i feel like we have probably maybe different or maybe similar tastes i don't even know yet yeah, we're about to find out, to be honest. We're about to find out. All I know about yeah. you is you love Fast and Furious. I think and... that's pretty much anything everyone knows about my movie taste is that uh, he likes the Fast and the Furious. It's like I get you and John Lestrina confused a lot of the time. Like, I just, yeah. if you guys are the same dude to me. No, even I know I, you love Even Fast though I beat him in Fast and Furious trivia on yeah, this very yeah, channel. Right. Yeah, That's right. That's right. So that's why I picked this week's movie, uh, which is Better Luck Tomorrow, a Justin Lin joint um it is not a fast and furious movie although it is the first time we're gonna see han uh mm -hmm. from the fast and furious franchise and my god ferris if this was the beginning of han's origin story if, like this was the actual han from fast and furious it's just way darker than i thought it was gonna be yeah it explains why he doesn't talk a lot yeah yeah it explains mm -hmm. why he has some demons mm -hmm. <laughs> it explains why he joined the like yakuza undercover or something mm -hmm. um i have a headcanon I have yeah. a headcanon. So, so him and Virgil, right? So Virgil's played by Jason Tobin. Jason mm -hmm. Tobin is actually in Tokyo Drift. He plays Earl. He plays Earl, one of the mechanics. And my headcanon is him and Virgil moved to Japan. He gave Virgil a new name. He renamed him Earl or Han State Han because it's a common name. And then no one looks them up because they find out that they murdered the guy. So, guys, spoiler alert, that's the plot of uh, Better Luck Tomorrow, kind of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, kind of. Yeah, yeah, this movie is about murder, although it seems like it's not going to be about murder. And then at the mm -hmm. very end, it very much is about these high schoolers murdering John Cho. It's yeah. uh, it's intense. Mm -hmm. I really liked I really liked it. I mean, what, what were your thoughts coming into this movie? What, were, what did you think it was going to be? I just thought it was going to be, you know, some high school movie about kids – uh, you know, going through life and probably doing a little bit of drugs because apparently every high schooler known to man in every high school movie and every high school show, they're always doing cocaine. Like, they're always doing cocaine, which, you yeah. know, throws me off because I'm like, how, how's a high schooler, you know, get a hold of cocaine? Like, I just don't get that. How do they have well, money for that? We find out. Sorry, sorry for yeah. showing sure about a little bit because I have this other little doggy here. Mm -hmm. This is Miss Betty White, by the way, guys. Hey, Miss Betty. Hey, Miss hey, Betty White. Um, because uh, I have to keep her away from the other puppies sometimes because they all go crazy together. But uh, yeah, I think that that's a good point. Although I think this movie explains how they get cocaine. This oh, yeah, movie, cause, like, cause they're scammers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. no, they're scammers. They're scammers. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're scammers. But yeah, movie, and then yeah. Go ahead. I was about to say like it was it was basically like you know before it took that left turn, mm -hmm. at you know before it, I was like oh this is your basic high school they're scammers kids mm -hmm. trying to get into college doing drugs type thing like all right whatever. And then, boom! And you're like, okay, yeah. They just killed it's, a man. It's it's a hardcore movie for I would say mm -hmm. like for a good seventy to eighty. When I mean no, ninety percent of this movie is just like here's a slice of life, kind of like uh school day, like um uh, what's it called uh dazed and confused sort yeah, of yeah. movie, but about mm -hmm. like Asian kids and like that's cool and look at them like be badasses and look at them like pull off scams like you said like in exactly. heist like it starts with. Mm -hmm. 
dogs go dogs go through crazy. It starts off with like them doing like cheating on tests or like giving out free, you know, or giving out like the answers on tests, and then it moves to drugs, and then it goes to like a home invasion, and you're like, okay, I see the Ocean Elevens-ness of this. But then, uh, electronical electronic electronics fraud. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I was like, this could be the crossover movie of Fast and Furious. This could mm -hmm. be how Han gets into the life. And exactly. it's pretty good. It does it. Is that Justin Lin starring in it? I think that is Justin Lin, right? Or is that somebody else? Who? The main guy. No, no. His name was uh, Perry Shen. Okay. Perry Shen. Perry yeah, Shen. Yeah. Uh, he plays the main dude. Ben. Yes. Uh, he's a basketball player who learns very quickly that like affirmative action is like bullshit when his friend writes an article about it. Uh, yeah. He quits his like basketball team because he doesn't want to be like the token Asian kid. He yeah. has a crush on uh, this uh, cheerleader. Named Stephanie, Stephanie Van, Van der Bosch, yes. Yep. And the whole thing in the first half, you're like, oh, I get it. Like, this is sort of like, this is like, this is like the Asian high school movie. Like, I totally like yeah, yeah. love what this is doing. Like, this is like the experience of being like Asian high school. And like, no, it's not like all about getting good grades, although that's very important. And like the whole concept of like, yeah, they have to get into Ivy League school and they mm -hmm. have these really high, uh, you know, the, the, the real uh, pressure on them. It's like very much mm -hmm. just like they're regular high school kids and they fuck around and they find out and all this stuff. And like he likes this girl and he has sex with a stripper in Vegas and like all this stuff. And then John Cho, yeah, just John Cho pulls pulls this idea out that he wants them to burglarize his parents' house. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And instead yeah. they end up, and I think I looked away from the like from the screen for a hot second. Instead, he ends up like dead by baseball bat. Like, yes. By the main guy. The main yeah, guy. So, so they uh so they meet in uh in, in uh, their homie Jesus's garage just mm -hmm. to plan out the heist, and then Derek, the guy who asked Stephanie out first to mini golf, yeah. punches him, and then they get into a fight, and then a gun was pulled, and then Han is grabbing him while Derek's grabbing him, and then the gun is like loose, and then and then Ben, who is I'm pretty sure the good one, he commits the most heinous crime out of all of them. He murders someone. Oh yeah, our main character. Yeah. He just straight up. He just takes a bill. Like why? What was the like? Why did he do that? I missed that. Because oh, here's the thing. No, here's the thing. He probably had some, you know. So like, he's he's angry that they. Steve, wait, is his name Steve? Steve, right? Steve. Yes, yeah, Steve. Yeah, Steve. He Steve basically said, "Be my patsy and take her to all the the BS stuff that I don't want to do." Yeah, take the girl but, that I'm dating. Yeah, like why well, date some white girl and like yeah. do that. Although at exactly. first I thought he was saying that he was gay. Cause like, he's like, Oh wait, are you gay? And he's like, mm, why do you even ask? Like, so exactly. like, I thought like the reveal was that he was going to be gay, but like, nah, he's just like, here, date my girlfriend for me. And that makes our main character very mad, mad enough to murder. Exactly. Um, Which is weird. Yeah. Cause like the, the first, the, the initial baseball hit, mm -hmm. he hits him and the gun is dislodged and everyone's okay. You could have stopped there. Right. You know, yeah. everything's good. No, yeah, everything's good. No, but he proceeds to crush that man's forehead in yep. to create a oh. dent and murder him. Oh, oh, by the way, and then he's not dead is the problem. Then he's not even dead. So they have to take, uh, I think it's like formaldehyde or some sort of gas yeah, oil, yeah. and they stuff his mouth full of like stuff. Well, and they he hold vomits. Him out. Like, oh, my God. Uh, like oh, my God. And like, yeah. this dude is like, meanwhile, yeah. like, it's okay. It's okay. Like, it's all going to be okay. Like, he's telling his like friend just Derek. to keep holding like the dude's body. Yeah. And you're like, they didn't even get to the heist. This would be like in Fast Five. When like The Rock mm -hmm. and like Vin Diesel are punching each other, if like The Rock just lands one good hit and just like keeps hitting Vin Diesel until Dom's head is all bloody, and then they mm -hmm. hold up Dom's body and they like never even get to the bank heist because they're like too busy like burying Dom Toretto. 
somewhere in the field and being like Ooh. it wasn't even a good it wasn't even a good burial job no no it, it was, was a terrible like his head, job his hand was sticking out of the dirt the the hole wasn't even deep enough you could yeah. like they didn't they didn't even break his phone hey. so people know where he is it's just Ooh. it's just I, I just don't get it thank you adelia one second i'm gonna see what i can do these guys these dogs are going so nuts and i don't want them to get hurt but uh yeah we'll keep going until one of them dies um okay. that's just yeah. i'm just kidding about that they're beautiful they're dogs they're um i just don't want them to make but i am but, angry uh, though i'm angry yeah. man just, this, 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 these types of movies always piss me off because of like it's just it's just like affluent rich kids trying to be gangster. okay I mean, just like, it's like, it's like, you know what I mean? It's just like, you know, like, I know they're not like rich, rich. Like, they still go to they're public school. Rich. They're, 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 suburbia irritates me so bad. I just, yeah, it pissed me off. Like, agree. because they roll up on you. They like, they like, they, like, they listen to like a couple of rap songs and they think they're hard. So they roll up on you. And then like, you sock them in the jaw like four times and they realize like, oh, that's an actual gangster. I'm just a pretender. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's, yeah, well, like, I think that's that's yeah. kind of the point of this movie, though, because like yes. this is true to like that experience of like being in like an a, an Asian teenager, like you know you don't see a lot of mm -hmm. them in like uh you know like in Compton or whatever. Like this is like the experience they would live in is like being an Asian kid in like a white kid high school and like getting so fed up with like being called names that one of them just brings a gun to a party and like starts running that way, and then suddenly mm -hmm. like suddenly that's like the his default is just go to gun guy, and like exactly. that's just like such a good Chekhov's. It's such a good Chekhov's gun thing, like literally, because it never goes off. That gun doesn't mm -hmm. go off. Like no one gets shot in the head in this movie. Mm -hmm. Someone. And just the epitome, blood. the epitome of that is Jason Tobin's character Virgil, mm -hmm. yeah. where like, like you could see him, like, like you know, runs his mouth off. They get caught. Wait, wait I was. Are you okay? Was I hearing me twice? Oh no, no, no! Sorry, I'm just muting myself so the dogs don't get too loud. Got you. So yeah, like Tobin is less like. Like he, he, like while he's having sex with the with the with the prostitute in Vegas, he has the gun in his drawers, and he's yeah. like, he, "She told me she likes it rough." Blah blah blah. Like, Dude, no man, you don't. You do just that. keep waiting for the shoe to drop. You're like, "Oh, this guy's gonna get shot, or he's gonna kill somebody." And mm -hmm. I feel like there, this movie goes on like a little too long, like, and it's a little too like hardcore at the end, where you're like, "Okay, this movie seemed like it was saying something about like the high school Asian kid experience, and maybe they're going down the wrong path." But like, this is just like about like them doing like fucking around and finding out like high schoolers but it's an interesting perspective of it mm -hmm. uh like but then it just like it goes so hard at that ending it but you gotta give it credit like it's creative like it doesn't do it doesn't do what it's supposed to do it doesn't like shoot the gun the gun doesn't mm -hmm. go off like that's so clever they don't even get to the heist yeah well was too wasn't virgil did he shoot himself in the head like i don't I, I, cause like, cause he kept banging on the door. Oh, great question. Banging, yeah, did he yeah, kept banging? So. It's like Virgil opened so. the door, and then they cut to Jason Tobin's character, and it's like blood coming out of his mouth, and mm -hmm. like blood's on his head. Like, so did he shoot himself? Yeah, I think he shot himself, but we never see it on screen. And then we find yeah. out that he survived it, and they're worried about him like squealing. Mm -hmm. But then, like, what happens then? Like nothing. They all just graduate. <laughs> like it ends with him being like, I don't know what's gonna be next for me, my friends, but I do know like I kissed the girl finally, even though she's like, yeah. Where's my boyfriend? It's exactly. the weirdest freaking ending. I was like, This is dark. This is a dark timeline here. Yeah, like like like, like Drew, question. Yeah, like, you know, Eric just disappears off the face of the planet. Yeah. Would wouldn't you ask questions? No, I would go kiss his best friend. Yeah. And drive yeah. off in a car somewhere. 
Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I was mad because I haven't seen him in a couple of days because I was going to break up with him for you anyway. Oh, hello, sweetie. No, I mean, like, look, that movie posits a lot of things at that ending where you're just like waiting for the other shoe to drop because the first shoe just dropped in the third act. Like, Mm -hmm. that's when the first shoe drops. And you're like, body that's not buried that well. Guy who shot himself in the head who might squeal. Like, boyfriend that's missing and the girl's looking for him. And then they're like, no, this is the end of the movie. And, and like it ends on like a Ferris Bueller, like, guess you wonder how I got here. Well, like, we just knew like the rest of life would be an adventure. And you're like, wait, what? What? It's, yeah, I it's just, it just threw me off. It just it just threw me off for a minute. And I'm like, like, what what, what is Jason trying to tell me right now? Like, I just, what, I just that's what it is. That's what it is. Like, what is he trying to say with this? What is he trying to say it? with this? Like, like, is it like, oh, these are just high school kids, you know, who got like in over their heads? Or is this just like, Oh, hold on, we got. LOL. Lol. Hey, thank you. Uh, he paid me nothing. I asked him, I, I, guys. Yeah, I just knew that we were going to have some good conversations here. There's actually video prover asking me. It's on the oh, Lilo yeah, and right. Stitch. The Lilo and Stitch. Uh, the Lilo and Stitch quiz. You know, yeah. you would you would uh, assume that I just came up with that on the spot, but no, I had come up with it five minutes before the quiz started. I was like, you know mm-hmm. what? I think I want to ask Ferris to do this. Cause I knew we'd be yeah. having these good conversations. Now, like when was this movie made? Let me look it up real quick. 2000, 2001. I would say 2001. Oh, it's 2002. It came out. Okay. okay. But, okay. But it's about kids on in the nineties. Uh, yeah. It was about kids in 1992. Oh, this is mm-hmm. oh. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why this movie is what it is. It's based on a true story. It is. Well, it's loosely based on the murder of Stuart Tay, a teenager from Orange County, California, by four Sunny Hot Hills High School honor students. Okay. Wow. Okay. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Maybe you should have told us. I, I rarely say this, but maybe you should have told us that at the beginning of the movie on like a text. Like this is based on a true story. It's like Alpha Dog or something. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Okay, so now I'm looking at it. Um, yeah, five teenagers believe that Tay was planning to betray them in a planned theft of computer equipment, so they arranged to kill him. Uh, they all were planning to attend Ivy League uh, colleges, so that's fucked up. That's fucked wow. up. Yeah, I feel like they're if, yo. It's they hit him with a baseball bat and a sledgehammer, and then they forced him to drink rubbing alcohol and then taped his mouth shut. Oh my god! Oh my god! Can I be oh, honest? Wow. Like, if we wanted to make the movie about that, I feel like this movie could have been paced differently. Where we start it, mm-hmm. maybe like in the middle, we don't spend as much time on like why he's doing it for the girl, and then we just spend the rest of the movie dealing with the fallout. You know, like the fact that they got caught, and then like some of them got prosecuted as an adults, and some of them got prosecuted as kids. Yeah, and like that's an interesting story. Okay, so it ends up. Uh, let's see. Did, did did the four did the four people get arrested? Yep, uh, one pleaded guilty to first degree murder uh, in exchange for acting as a prosecution witness, and for he got to be tried as a uh, for being prosecuted as a juvenile instead of an adult. Um, the other guy pled guilty. Kim 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 and uh, Abraham Acosta were convicted of first degree murder. Um, one of them was uh, convicted of ambushing his victims. And they acquitted Kim of ambushing. And even though he took $100, they acquitted him for killing him for financial gain. One of them was sent to a youth facility. One of them was sent to an adult facility. And they were two of them were sentenced to 25 years. It's a lot. There's a lot going on here. That's a lot going um, on. 
did not. Let's see. Uh, they could have been tried as kids, but they said due to the severity of the crime, they were tried as adults. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's murder. So yeah, it's this pre, is this premeditated yeah, well, the, murder. Well, it's funny because the the stealing of the money, which in this they make it like the one of them is like taking the money case because they need to give the guy whose house it is some cash to buy him off. Like mm -hmm. they're trying to like say like that makes it like a premeditated murder for like money. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Well, and, and they they switched it up because in real life it was called they're gonna so you said electronic equipment and yeah. here it was burglarizing burglarizing my house mm -hmm. but it wasn't wasn't like oh they're he's gonna double cross us it was like Derek was like let's do it but let's send him a message that you mm -hmm. rich boy don't want to you shouldn't you shouldn't want to play gangster we're gonna beat you down for it. That's yes. a slight difference. A little. Oh, so bit. no, that is what happened. But so, yeah. so what happened is that this guy like pretended to be younger than he was. That was the issue. He was like pretending to be like a high school age kid, but he was really like, uh, no, sorry, he was pretending to be an older person, and he was mm -hmm. like using a fake name, and then they, he got them all to like do this robbery of a computer store in Anaheim, or uh, he was like recruiting them, and then when one of them found out that he wasn't actually older, they were like, "Fuck that!" Uh, like he's not older than us. Like he can't. Like he's gonna wow. betray us, and uh, ooh, uh, yeah, there's even the stuff. Oh, look, it says the Tai family hired a private investigator who said that Chan had attacked Tay partly due to issues over a girl who refused to date Chan. But then the police said that's not true, and then the planned oh. robbery never happened. So I don't know. <laughs> I guess that's why this so, is confusing. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what because it's open ended. Because like now it's like, did they even, did they even do the crime? Well, they didn't do you know? the crime of the burglary. They did the murder. They did the murder, but him. not the crime. No, they yeah, not the crime. Never got, they never got around to doing the actual burglary because they never planned on it because they thought that he was going to flip on them. Exactly. Wow, that's just, that's mind-blowing. You know Honestly. what? That's blowing my mind. I don't know yeah. why the movie then, I guess because he wanted to make a fictionalized version to not have to pay the life rights or like that's the part that interested him. Was like the lead up. But I wish I'd known that that's why this movie is sort of like done the way it's done or why what mm -hmm. happens at the end of this movie about high schoolers like living their life and being... Asian American teens and like that experience is then turned into a, like a murder film, <laughs> like the last 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. yeah, it, it was, it was very, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be real. It was very drastic. Yeah. It was very drastic. It, it threw me off. I, so um, earlier this week, uh, someone, someone found out I was doing the show with you mm -hmm. and they saw we were doing bad luck tomorrow. And they asked me like, they assumed I already watched the movie because I'm a big fast and Furious fan. I told them, no, I've never watched it. Today was my first time ever watching it. And they asked me what well, my thoughts. I literally just said, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah, like, that's you know what it is? It's like you know yeah. what it is. Is that gif of uh, Anchorman Will Ferrell going like that escalated quickly? Exactly. <laughs> that I mean, legitimately escalated hella quickly. <laughs> Sorry, I have, I have allergies, not uh, COVID. But uh, Rob's yeah. in the chat. He's saying, "Just tuning in. Who picked this movie?" I guess like I did because I wanted to see well, yeah, the yeah, Fast yeah, and Furious yeah. movie because I knew yeah. that Ferris like Fast and Furious, and I'd never seen it. Yeah, now, this is like technically like a backdoor, like a backdoor prequel to Han, basically. That's what Justin tries to say. Yeah, it's the same guy. Yeah. It's the same yeah. actor, and his name is Han in this. And I think this is the movie where technically his name is, is Han Solo. So like Han Lu. Oh, Han Lu. Oh, is that Han what Lu. it is on this one? So Han like, Solo is his alias. His so alias, right. But it's spelled yeah. like Soul, like S-E-O-U. Yeah, like like the like the city. Yeah. Yeah. Soul so and then O, like O. Like so OH. I'm going to tell you, if, if I've seen movies like this, like this would kind of remind me, like by the end of it, like this, I was like, oh, this is like kids, I guess. Or like, this is like one of those movies where like, 
they start off good, but then like you know, like Alpha Dog, where something like starts mm -hmm. off fine and then like it just escalates and it ends up like murder or like horrible stuff happen. But this movie, when I think about it, like they start ratcheting up the insane shit pretty quickly, and it's almost mm -hmm. like there's like maybe the suburban like reference here is just like nothing bad. They never get caught. Like he even says at one point, he's like, kept waiting for the police to come because we like you know we we like uh gun cocked that that white kid at his own yeah, party pistol whipped yeah pistol whipped. i was like yeah. gun cocked what do you call it yeah, yeah he yeah. they said that like they pistol whipped this white kid at his own party but like the kid didn't snitch i guess and so that never comes back like nobody mm -hmm. ever gets in trouble except for the one kid who gets caught she like han gets caught uh giving out the answers to the test yeah because virgil kept running his mouth thought virgil then, was gonna yeah. bite it i honestly yeah. thought virgil was gonna bite it yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, let's see, let's see. It one. seemed that way. Like it seemed that way because welcome for Ferris. Well, thank you. Thank off. you very much. Yeah. And welcome well, was like, White. Yeah, and Betty White. Betty White. There's Betty White. Is this the first time Betty White showed up? On the on this show, I think so. Yeah. Hello. Oh, nice. Oh, how you doing, Miss Betty White? Hello, she's yeah. all like, hi. She must have big tub now. She was like a little gumdrop before. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, um this I'm more movie, of a I'm more of yeah. a goat person. Go back. Yeah. And a do, you know who, do you know who um financed this movie? If I had to tell you, like would you be able to know? Don't uh, look it up. No, I don't know. What if I told you big pants? Jenko jeans. No, no, oh, that's okay, not Jenko. No. It's a person, oh, not a jeans. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. Okay. Big so pants. Big pants. Okay. Don't look it up. I'm not looking it up. Okay, I'm okay, okay. Big what do you think it is? Big pants. That's be big pants. Finance this entire film is a person. Vin Diesel? Uh, no, not Vin Diesel. He, he wasn't famous yet. Nope. And his pants aren't that big at no. all. Somebody's <laughs> pants that are big. Oh yeah. Big pants. Okay, musician. It's a musician. Big pants. Oh my god, someone in the comments sound off. I don't, I, don't know. I, I don't I don't know. I don't what if know, I said dude. that he can't touch it, the money? Oh my god, MC Hammer financed this movie. MC Hammer yeah. financed Better Luck Tomorrow. In fact, he entirely financed Better Luck Tomorrow. In fact, what Justin Lin said was out of desperation, I asked MC Hammer for all this money. Uh he said uh, out of crazy. desperation, I called up MC Hammer because he had read the script and liked it. Two hours later, he wired the money we needed into a bank account. Oh my god. Him. Oh my god! Yes. I love MC Hammer so much. Shout out to Oakland, Oakland right there. Oh, oh my god. god, that's that's MC Hammer finances movie. That's yeah, crazy. I think you know what because probably because it's like a local story. It's like the you know it hat would happen like in Anaheim, Fullerton area. Like so, of course, like he's like interested in it. I mean, well, he's not he's it, not from Orange County. No, he's not from Orange County. I'm just yeah. saying, like it's 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 this local story. I mean, yeah, I just think it's like. I think it. I think there is something really interesting here, and I can see why Justin Lin would be interested. Because, like, yeah, when we think of like Asian high schoolers, the stereotype is not that they're like going out with Glocks or like robbing houses or like doing anything other than like mm -hmm. being really good at like decathlons or whatever. So I thought yeah. that was like really good pushing against that stereotype and being like, yeah, they they're uh, they are good at that, but then they're also like super hardcore and getting increasingly more so as the movie goes on, like fucking yeah. strippers loving mm -hmm. it. Not feeling like not really suffering any repercussions from it, like just just doing their thing. Yeah, it's just, you know, just like you know, it's like the it's like like, like there's this image of suburbia and like the mm -hmm. suburb. And there's the like the dark underbelly of it that no one talks about. Yes, because because they because because they want a 
a pristine image of like this is the new world. Like mm-hmm. these these neighborhoods were created to be a like a pristine utopia, basically. When really, yes. like some of those kids go to an extreme length of of things that they can get away with. Like first they do first they do a cheat sheet. Yeah. Then they're selling drugs. Then they're doing armed robbery. Then they're killing somebody. It just keeps and escalating. Very funny, yeah. And exactly, it's especially, yeah. yeah, right. If it, if it's, especially if it's like reacting to to like the idea that like people think they only got on the basketball team because they're Asian. Like they're they're really they're just fighting against like this this stereotype mm-hmm. that everyone sort of pegged them in as like the good kids who are going to the good college and like couldn't do anything wrong. Like to the point mm-hmm. that like there seems to be like nobody's like finding the body. Like no cop comes after them. Like if these were black kids mm-hmm. in suburbia. Like you, the moment that like they they get in trouble for the test, you're like, oh, they're out, they're all out of school. They're like, oh, out. there goes the college scholarship. Yeah, out, yeah. But also yeah. in the middle of the, f- the film too, Drew Ben, the main character played by Perry Shen, literally says, "I'm done. I can't do this no more." Has a has a has a come to Jesus moment saying, "Like you know what we're doing, isn't very good. So let's stop it." It's not even you that know? he morally thinks it's bad or like does yeah. that. He just doesn't want to work with John Cho anymore because John Cho is like not treating the girl right. I don't think he like morally has an issue. He's just like this is dumb and well, I don't no, like well, you. well, he, they're not working with John Cho. They're just giving him cheat like cheat sheets. Basically. Yeah, well, yeah, well, because they say they say like what the thing is is they get to decide who they give cheat sheets to and shit. Like once mm-hmm. they start leveling up and become like ballers yeah. and like start dealing drugs, they're like the coolest part was we got to decide like who who deserved it and like yeah. sort of like some assholes like came up and like wanted us to do something like we didn't feel like it. We could just tell them no. The fuck it was, like, off, the yeah. But I totally agree with you. Look, I grew up in the not only just a suburb, but a manufactured planned community, like a suburb that was created all at the same time. There's no sprawl. It was just a mm-hmm. suburb that didn't used to be there. It used to be a piece of woods. And then some guy came along and had the idea of a, a beautiful neighborhood that was like all or city that was all built like a circle, like a concentric like labyrinth of circles. And mm-hmm. he also created the world's first shopping mall. And so the town was built up all simultaneously. The idea was rich houses next to the less like wealthy houses, no one could paint or do anything to their house without getting like approval from the association. Everything was man-made. It all looked like super fake and like one of those Disney towns, right? Mm-hmm. People wild out there so hard. I've mm-hmm. never seen people wild out, not in New York, not in LA, not in like, you know, anywhere I've ever lived have mm-hmm. people like in the, like the shittiest like County in Ohio. Like I've never seen people wild out as hard as when they are like, the bored, rich, or like well-off teenagers of like parents who need mm-hmm. to like go DC to work. Like exactly. people, people were dealing harder core drugs in my high school, like and around my high school than like at any other time in my life that I've been around like a group mm-hmm. of people. Um, yeah, because because at my high school, man, the, the the drug of choice was always weed. Yeah, so there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of smoking. There was one kid who was caught with two kilos of cocaine, but that was pretty just one kid. But most of the time, it was just like weed. But then like. When then I realized, my because I went to school in Berkeley, same. It's it, oh, yeah. it's like it's more it's more like n- not like a suburb, but it's it, it had its own different things. Where like there's a section of the city where it's everything was yeah. There was like a section of the city where everything was it was like in the hills, like all the rich folk are, mm-hmm. and they like as you go down the hills, you got down to like the regular people like me. I lived mm-hmm. at the lowest point of the city, right next to Oakland the drug of choice in that region was like marijuana but yeah you know, as you go but you as you went up towards the hills where everything looked similar and like house looked like a house and like a house and you kind of would get lost and like what what was the what was the house but really you gotta look yeah. at the number you got kind of oh, confused yeah. 
they 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 went crazy. They went they went like you know I would I would they I would hear at these parties like yeah man there was like three there was like three people doing three lines of cocaine at the same time at the party last night. And I was like bro what? So like, oh yeah some girl is like popping pills left and right. It's like Ex what excuse me what the yeah. hell you yeah like my drug of choice was caffeine. I mean I was like wow. I mean I look I will say this I'm gonna drop pull up a map real quick. I know this isn't the point of the story but uh. I'm going to pull up a map real quick of what my uh, the place I went to high school looks like because it is – I'm trying to get a view here that will show you. By the way, mm -hmm. me, Mark Ellis, were uh, shared a back backyard. Like our, really? our houses were backyard facing each other, but not at the same time. He moved before I moved into the neighborhood. Wow. But like, okay, so here's what we got here. Columbia, Maryland, Julia Lewis-Dreyfus, I think once called it like the car park of America. Because mm -hmm. like it's just like it's it's fake. There's no soul of it. Like it's a man-made lake in the center of town. Like like I said, the guy created shopping malls. He's also Edward Norton's grandfather. Um, so like it's it's super weird. There's no man. soul. There's no There's neighborhood. No so yeah. here's like Columbia, Maryland, right? You see how it's all trees and trees and trees. Like that's all areas, all woods, because they literally just he carved out a patch of area and he's like, this is the town. So everything got built at once. So. Mm -hmm. Looks pretty normal, right? And they start going in and you start seeing these like circles, right? You zoom in more and you see these circles have like circles within them. So these neighborhoods were actually impossible to get out of because they were like winding little freaking labyrinths. Like I'm trying to find mm -hmm. my neighborhood. Like you would have to take this one of these larger circles into a smaller circle that would lead you into it like a yet smaller circle. Like it, it just went fucking nuts. And this town, like it, I'm trying to get a view that would show you how fucking nuts it is. But basically, everything's just a concentric circle. Like, oh, here's where I lived. You do one of these things where you, this would be a whole other area. Like, you would do a circle, big circle, into a smaller circle, into a smallest circle. You can make four lefts and end up in a different place than you started in. That should be geographically impossible. That should break the laws of physics. But yeah. I would, lo I would lose my absolutely living mind. So you know what I did? I just did a ton of LSD. And that's how I, that's how I like did my high school years. But I also didn't grow up there. I got to like move in right before uh, high school started. I'm going to try to find my house number. This is my old house number. So no one has to worry about it. Uh, no one has to worry about like me typing in like my actual ah, doggy. Is this shit? What's crazy? This is how me and Mark Ellis found out we live next to each other. It's because he was like, wait, that's your house. That, that was like the opposite of mine. Okay. Yeah. So to get to my house, you had to go. Oh, doggy, doggy, doggy. Little Patuxent Parkway. Super interesting, guys. But yeah, go yeah. Little Patuxent Parkway to White Cord, which was its own little semicircle. Then I live past White Cord onto Yellow Bell. Oh, sorry, not Yellow Bell. Sorry, that was something else that sounded like Yellow Bell. A White Cord to Yellow Rush. There we go. White Cord with, to Golden Needle to Yellow Mint. Rush. And if they all sound yeah. like drugs, there's a reason because each neighborhood was named after a theme. And one of them was Hobbits. There's Hobbit Glen, and everything is Middle Earth related i swear to christ everything is there's a whole area there where everything is oh delia would be happy she would be so happy my friend lived over there and then i lived in i guess the drug part because it was like white cord yellow rush like it was very yeah, those sound like those sounds like different types of drugs yeah i mean it is yeah. uh it's crazy so the point being that like i know the horrors of like these kind of suburban the suburban areas that like make you insane because all those mm -hmm. circles they shouldn't exist nothing in nature is like that that's like some true detective shit that's like the yellow king. Yeah. But, uh, that's like yeah. that's like that's like you know like the the new cop in town. It's like a detective from like a big city goes into like the little small city, then realizes like, you know, the way the way this like the city works. You know, you just gotta go. Yeah, yeah you just gotta go with the flow. And like, 
you know, like they have customs, like unwritten rule, like unwritten rules and stuff like that. Like what you're saying you is, this is Chinatown, Jake. We should all forget it. Basically, forget it, Jake. It's China. Yeah. I mean, no, this that's exactly what it was. I moved a day before high school started. I changed my name from Sarah to Drew. I was like going to be doing a new thing. I got to this town. Everyone dressed the same. Everyone was super preppy. There was a lot more Jewish kids than like than I had grown up with being a Jewish kid in Delaware. And so I was like. Oh, it's everyone's gonna be super nice. No, nah, everyone's fucking crazy. They were like so fucking crazy there. Oh, yeah. honey. Oh, there's, there's a similar like we're talking about these four kids that committed the murder. Uh, they're all they were all like gonna go to like Ivy Leagues. They had a great future. Mm -hmm. It's like there's a it's like a similar like this. What happened back in the '90s? There was this high school called the Dallas um, Dallas North. I think it's like Dallas North High School or no Dallas Carter High School in Dallas. Mm -hmm. And the football team had about. 11 kids make D1 like all mm -hmm. like 11 kids make D1 but only like, like three one. uh division 1 football like the division mm -hmm. like the highest level and only three of them actually went to play at at a, at a major college because the rest of the kids were all caught doing armed robbery oh wait were, what that's not where I thought I was going no it's exactly that's Shit. The, they had they had these they were like one of the most famous kids in the, the city like they just won the state title, like mm -hmm. like, and this is Texas where football is king, and football it's life. like yeah. yeah yeah where it's like there's God, football, family, then food. And football mm -hmm. is only behind God. I mean, and I like, saw Friday Night Lights, so I know that exactly. Speaking of Friday Night Lights, that's actually based on the uh, a true story involving oh, Dallas yeah. Carter. Yeah, so Dallas Carter, they won the, the the number one like division in Texas, like the the best of the best, the cream of the crop. Mm -hmm. And these kids are going like they had their like their entire like they're gonna go to a division one school, they're gonna go to the NFL, they're gonna be successful. Oh shit. Eight, of them, to, eight, eight of them eight of them went to eight of them went to prison on armed robbery charges. Um most of what? them were tried as adults. Wait, Some so them, but like explain to me what the fuck happened. Like armed robbery of what? Like what? Like stores, stores. Oh, like one it was not the, one thing, it was like they, it was they not, were doing it was separately. A, yeah, they, oh, no, it was shit. it was so some people on the team created basically like a crew mm -hmm. and they they started robbing stores with inside jobs and then they started getting money and then like they started having the best shoes, the best clothes, because like they were still high school kids with no money, so they wanted more money and then they would walk into high school like chains, shoes, the best threads, and everyone's like, Yo, what are you doing? Yeah, and it's then the teammate would say, How are you getting the newest shoe? And then the mm -hmm. team would be like, all right, man, we doing this, this, and this, this Saturday. You want to be part of the crew? I'll let, I'll let you holler at me. And then what? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then, like, they would just, like, keep building the crew. And they would do more than one armed robbery a week. And then they just kept getting And then one day, oh it was God. an inside job. They So one, their friends was working at a restaurant. Mm -hmm. So what happened was they were going to rob the store with their friend in there. But unfortunately, the friend's boss didn't no. leave yet. So their friend's boss walks in on the robbery. And what happens is one of the star players who was like a defense back whacks the owner in the face with a pistol no. and knocks him out and knocks him out. Doesn't kill him though, right? Doesn't he's kill him. No, 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 no. It's just armed robbery. He's still alive. Just knocked him out. And then they get away with it. And they like, they, they, they get away. But then they find, like later on, they find out that they caught the car near the robbery and oh, they knew who God. the car was. And the cop knew who the car owned to because. Everyone knew this kid because he was the star, one of the star football players. Now, can I ask you something? Like, and yeah. and I, and I mean this like with just like for the facts of the story, and if yeah. you don't know, whatever. But like, 
were these white kids? Like, was it were any of them black kids? They're, they're all, all black, black kids. kids. They're all yeah. black kids. This, this is this was a predominantly black school, Ugh. where 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 it was it was one of the schools where like where you know like it was succeeding. It was a, a great school for kids. Most mm -hmm. of the black kids were like most of the team. Most of the teams on on the kids on the team all had minimum three point Yeah, minimum. And these are smart kids. And then what happens is it, they get caught. Everything, everything gets destroyed. They strip no, away their, no. they strip, they strip away their state title, and they oh give it to God. the team that they beat, who they beat by like fifty. Oh my like, God! It wasn't even. I a feel close like that shouldn't happen. You should have like another round of playoffs then. Like they yeah, yeah. Give it to the, like the people. So they basically, lost. yeah. So this is what reminds me of this is where it's like these kids who had their whole life ahead of them got a little taste of the of the crime life, mm -hmm. and they couldn't they couldn't shake it until something horrible happened. Yeah, a, but what's until, different is with these with these these kids, and again, I don't want to make it all about race thing, but it does feel like Justin Lin is trying to say something here, which is like they do get away. I mean, they don't get away with it in the larger story, in the true life story. Yeah, but yeah. as far as we know, in the fucking movie, they get away, they with, away it, with it, and there's like no way. And they, he gets the girl, mm -hmm. and he walks away like totally clean. And so yeah. why wouldn't they show the repercussions of it? Why wouldn't they be exactly. like postscript? Did I miss a postscript? Maybe I did. Where they're like. By the way, these guys got fucking caught, and I I want to know how. Like, did one of them snitch? I there, was there, going. there wasn't because I watched it till the end, and they they didn't it didn't tell us. It just showed like, boom, and then credits. Then everybody in the movie, they never. You know? There's no yeah, like you know they, what they I, got away with it. You know what? The, I don't think this is a Justin Lin uh, part that he like fat uh, you know made up, but I thought it was pretty clever. Is like remind me of your story. Is they came up with a cover for why they have like all the nice stuff, which is they sold the most candy bars. Mm hmm. That's so funny to me because, like, I was thinking about this yesterday with like somebody uh, put up on Instagram something about like a scholastic, like they were like selling the most scholastic books or something, and I was like, oh mm -hmm. man, like remember when you could get that uh, Pizza Hut coupon for selling like the most scholastic or buying the most scholastic? I never, book? I was never able to sell the most candy bars ever. Okay, so apparently, was, uh, Nerd Chronic did. He got his know, him and the nerd. other winners got the limo ride to Pizza Hut, which I didn't even know was an option. And I think, yeah, I was like unclear because I think the Scholastic thing was different than the candy bar things. Those were just two different things that we did. I, I one year, thing. one year I did read the most books out of my grade. Yeah. And then what happened was I, so we went and they gave us a prize and all the kids who read the most out of all the grades got invited to like a little event and where they would give us gifts and all that stuff. And then what happens is, you know, we all then went to the movies and we watched up wait yes. the movie wait you oh, i forget how young you are i'm like wait no. this happened when you were at college like when i no, was no. out no this was yeah. okay yeah so i was i was, I, in a, I was in elementary I think school we would have seen aladdin or lion king Probably. maybe that's what we would have been seeing yeah but you know what they had for us which was really cool and i still think about it to this day because it's just such it's something that catches on your brain and you're like why would they do this but also why does this exist or if it exists why don't we hear about it more often where they wheeled into the cafeteria a, a giant plexiglass, plexiglass box, right? Like something like Houdini mm -hmm. would go drown in, you know? Mm -hmm. They put a kid inside. They put one of those leaf blower things in, and the leaf blower thing is filled with dollar bills. And that kid what? gets 60 seconds. Oh, no, yes. That happened to us, too. That yeah, he gets 60 seconds to grab as many bills as you want, which I thought at the time, I was like, hey, that's weird because you're like actually just going to give them money. Or like the mm -hmm. chance to get money for the like the you sold books you should just get money you shouldn't have to like then grab at it in front of a bunch of other kids 
but also it seemed fun as hell. And yeah, also yeah. feels like a lawsuit waiting to happen. And I feel like if yeah. that's an incentive, we should just be doing that like for bonuses. Like we should be doing that all the time. People should be, this should be like the squid games of American society. We should just constantly be grabbing at money from like a giant box. The money's yeah, well, that's well, we, yeah, well, yeah, good. Well, us, good it was like, it was like, a, it was like, a, it was ours was, a, it was plastic and it was like mm -hmm. they zipped us in. And there's, there's like, a, you know, there was like a little hole for like breathing purposes. But then, like they would, they put on a leaf blower and they would like shake the leaf blower and like the money is just like shaking all and like you'd have to like, it was like during prep week, you know, it was like during yeah. prep week and you would win and then like you would like, you know, or like you get get pie in the face or you know yeah, all you these know events, yeah, all that. All How that do we even Google this? I'm trying to figure out what the googling is. Is it money box for kids? <laughs> that can't be right. I don't uh, know for, for uh, sure. Prize, middle school. Money leaf blower. <laughs> Let's see if this comes up with anything. Mm. I can't think of a better term than this. Me uh, neither. I can't. Yeah, I, I know cannot. what you're talking about, but I know what you're talking about. Definitely. Money, money box. Let's just try this. Money box for kids. I'm just gonna come up with a little bank. Yeah, that's just a piggy box. Um, human size. I'm going forever. Let's see. Human size money grabber. I'm. So if someone can figure out how to Google this concept. For me, it's like a prize that you won for selling the most things. Scholastic money prize box blower. Uh Drew, type in cash cube money. Oh shit. Cash cube money. That sounds right. That's right. Oh, you got it. You got it. Yeah, oh, yeah. How'd you yeah, right out? here. I, I just I looked up blowing money box. Oh, damn it. That, yeah. that makes more sense. Yeah, it's called the Money Machine Cash Cube or a Cash Cube Money Machine or a oh they have different versions. Look, let's pull this yeah, up for a second. I Guys, saw I saw the, I saw the version that we it was like a plastic version you had we a did. Two. Yeah. yeah, here we go. So yeah. you can buy these. You can rent these, by the way, uh, for yeah. your whatever. This one filled with cats. Or am I crazy? That one no, looks like it's filled with, that that looks like it's cats. How much is that? Don't buy now. Don't buy now. Two thousand dollars. Nah. How much nah. to rent? How much to rent that? Rental availabilities. Let's see what we got here. Hold on. I'm checking out the rental availabilities on this thing. Hold on. There we go. Rental availabilities of this cat one or the one that you've seen on TV. Or look at how many different versions there are. This must be in such high demand. Holy shit. I didn't know. I didn't know. This should be like how we pay off the winning faction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just throw their manager in there. Yeah, just throw like, the manager get as much there. money as, as as you can. Yeah, which one would you get out of all these? Uh, I would get you know one that's you know not metal, probably like the plastic ones. The I metal like ones, the, the metal ones look like like a like a cage. I like the one that says "as seen on Anderson Cooper." Like, why? <laughs> what was it doing what? on the news? <laughs> oh my god! Okay. So here's, there's economy cash cubes. I just want to go into this for a second. This is going to be how the show is fair. Sometimes we're just yeah, I'm okay with this. I'm, 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 I'm definitely okay, okay with this. So you're right. There are hard cash cubes and then yeah. there's inflatable cash cubes. And I think what you're yeah. trying to say is you don't want to the go to the hard ones. Yeah, and no, I don't want the hard ones. They, 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 they look like a prison cage. And that, oh, would, that, would, that would freak me out. That would freak me out, honestly. So, okay. Okay. I didn't realize that it wasn't sharing like the screen as I keep going. So here's yeah. the... Here's the soft ones. I think is more up Ferris's aisle. These are the inflatable yeah, yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, look but at them. Then... Look at them. They're so fun too. Look at the look how look. One looks like a jukebox. 
Yeah, no, it's a. Oh, yeah, it does look like a jukebox. Okay, yeah. look. You know how much it costs for a day of rental? Two hundred forty-nine bucks. That's that's nothing. Yeah. Nothing. That's like some. But Pokemon. like, but like, but like, how much money are you putting in there? Oh, that's the thing. Yeah, you spend all the money on the actual money that goes in there. Here's yeah. the hard ones for some reason. Uh, there's an octagon one, traveling money machine. They all seem like they're the same. Wait, this one's wildly different. Okay, for some reason, and I want to investigate this. This one's $8,000, the heavy-duty traveler cash cube, like you put mm -hmm. it in the lockbox somewhere. And then the mm -hmm. traveling money machine is only $2,000 to own. But they're, like, similar to rent? I don't know. what I don't know what's going on know. here. I need to do an investigation into yeah. this. Um, options. <laughs> well, what's about? Oh, there, there we go. There's the inflatable blower. Yeah. Right. So here's the thing. Would you put more than one, like, would you put the monetary value of these as, like, more than $1? Like, the, it looks the same no matter what if you're doing 50s, 100s. So you only just fill it up with $1 bills, correct? Yeah, probably. Yeah, you're not the joker. No, uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't got that much cash. Wait, but, like, here's all the marketing. Oh, my God. This whole thing is just a... I don't even know. They do other stuff. Too, I don't I know. Is this like... They do other stuff. It seems very scammy, to be honest. No, it's not. It's like where you, it's carny stuff. This yeah. is carny stuff. So it's like, here's your popcorn machine. Here's your like Buzzwire game. Here's your promotional inflatable. This is like what Saul Goodman does for like a, where he gets all his props. Here's a mm -hmm. promotional, what the fuck is a promotional ATM? Is it a fake I ATM? I, probably. Okay. You know what, Ferris? We're going to have to figure out how to buy all of this. Uh, oh. Okay, like how you want to like fundraise some of this? Yeah, you want to sell candy bars? You want to sell candy bars? I want to sell candy bars, but I also mostly <laughs> want to see about the rest of the prize wheels. Somebody should be telling Christian about this. I, yo, Christian, Christian I, I, I heard Christian watches Cinema Bias. Oh my god, really? Then yeah, never mind. I yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that. I'm like choking on something. It's not me pausing or because well, of Christian. Probably, stuff. you know, he's pr probably too busy doing, you know, Q and A's on Facebook. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like back to this movie, though, I think that uh, if you saw this movie and you were like the person in charge of the Fast and Furious franchise, which to this point only had two entries before Justin Lin comes on, why one entry? On this guy? No, it was two, right? He just started with three. No, yeah. So it was it was one. Then this movie came out before two. No, so, yeah, so, yeah, so two, yeah, yeah, Wait, no, because yeah, because because um, Too Fast Too Furious came out. I know Too Fast Too Furious came out oh three, I think. Tokyo Drift is the third one, isn't it? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then how's that possible? The, what do you mean? Like, if the Tokyo Drift is the third one, this is the, the third movie in the franchise. Then that he comes on to. Sorry, I think I'm just being confused. It goes Fast and Furious. Too Fast, Too Furious, Tokyo Drift. Yes. Although in the chronological timeline of the movies, it goes Fast and Furious, Too Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious, or Fast 4, or whatever. Yes, Fast and, yes. No, Fast, Fast and the Furious, yes. Fast 5, Fast, or Furious Six. 6, then... Tokyo Drift. Then Tokyo Drift, yes. Then 7, then, then 8, seven, then 9. Then Fate is Furious, then F9. Yes. Then... F10 to the future, or whatever we're gonna call it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And then like F11. All are done by Justin Lin. Justin Lin will do nine, 
Wait, eight, nine, ten. No, no. Oh my nine, god. Nine, nine, ten, eleven. Do you think that they should join? They should get these guys and recruit them to the crew. Well, two of them are already in the crew. Well, oh, you said well, yeah. You said the Fast and Furious one, or yeah. uh, Tokyo Drift has one. So there's Han yeah. and who else? Jason Tobin, Virgil. Virgil's in Tokyo Drift by he goes by the name Earl. Him and uh, oh, Rico. He wearing, is he wearing the one wearing suspenders? No, no, no. That's um, that's DK's uh, sidekick. Uh, yeah. So that's not. Wait, is Earl like his friend? Yeah, Earl is Han's friend. You know, is yeah, Earl he's one of the. Back? And like yeah, Earl. Mm, yes. Yes. Yeah. Him, him and okay. yeah, him and Bow Wow. Yes, him and Bow Wow and Sean. But Bow Wow doesn't show back up. But it's just no. It's just like the girl and the Earl, right? The girl, me Earl and the dying girl. It's just like the chicken Earl and the guy, right? Or is Bow Wow back in the F nine? And I'm crazy. I think I, I saw Bow Wow in the F nine promos. Nine bow wow. Um, oh, you're right. You're right. I'm being crazy. Here we go. Here's Virgil. There we go. I think this movie, I don't know. Like, again, I'm not Asian. I can't speak to this, uh, you know, like how it feels to like see this, this kind of movie. Like, but I would think that like this movie must have like for anyone who did see it must have felt fucking great. Like this is so, this is, I think the first high school movie I can think of that it like shows like a, not realistic, but like I guess because it's based on a true story, a somewhat realistic. That's Earl version. right there in the middle. That's Earl in yeah. the middle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like version yeah. of like what it's like to be uh like a high school kid who is like Asian in a predominantly white suburbs. Like there's just yeah. not that many movies about like Asian high schoolers. You know, there just isn't uh in America. And I feel like this was a pretty up until that end, which was just like what the fuck. And I mm -hmm. guess it's not about like what he's trying to say because he was just trying to say this is a real story that happened. So I guess it doesn't have like a a message. But like, mm -hmm. shit, man, if he was making this up, if he was just like turning this up, you would be like, what are you trying to say here? Because yeah, no, because in the real story, they all go to college, then they get caught. You know, because oh, like, like, they yeah. went to college. They yeah, because no, one of them, I think, I think one of them went to Harvard. So so they're shit. at Harvard and murder investigations. They take a minute. And there's no statute of limitation on murder. And they found out, oh, y'all killed this kid. And one of them was already at Harvard. And he gets basically like brought back out of Harvard. Like, now you're going to jail because you murdered somebody. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. I think, mm -hmm. oh, man. I'm trying to think of like anything else that's sort of like this. Isn't there the one that's like about the, I'm trying to think of like any other movie where kids do a murder. And like, it's like a high school murder movie. Brick maybe has got one, but like I'm trying to, or like you know, I guess it's it seems more like a heist movie. Like it seems like it's going in the direction of a heist, so maybe more like the count the card counter kids that was also based on a true story. It had Kevin Spacey in it. Like it's not catch twenty one. Catch twenty one. That's, that's yeah, right. Where, where they're in college and they're and there's um, stats professor told them about hey we can make money if we go to Vegas and count cards. That's right. And that, there. how did that count? Like, how did, first of all, great pull. Amazing pull, Ferris. But how did that story turn out? Like, I don't know. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I haven't watched that movie in a while. Oh, let's and see. It, it, it kind of, it, yeah, and I kind of don't go back to watch Kevin Spacey movies. Yeah, he's just in a lot of shit, though. You got to admit. Yeah. I don't think, it, wait, I don't think. No, I, no, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's 21. I think it's, the movie's <laughs> called 21. Oh, it's called 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 21. I thought that was match 21, and I was like, that's very funny, like catch yeah, yeah. 21. Yeah, the movie's called 21. 
Yeah, he's oh, his kid. Sturgis? Holy yeah. shit. And uh and oh. Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, and Kate Bosworth. Man. And, and Josh Gad, apparently. No way. Josh Gad yeah. would have been like a baby. Yeah, Josh Gad. Oh yeah, look at that. Josh fucking Gad. Who's he playing? Miles. Whatever. He must yeah. have been like a really young kid at that. So I mean, I'm trying. Oh yeah, look, dude, my dude Michael Kelly. This dude is actually my friend IRL. Like we we've hung out before. Uh, this the dude Michael from House Ke- of Cards. This dude. Mi- Michael Kelly. This this dude Who? from House of Cards. Oh. You recognize him? Wait, anyway, no, I do, like, I do. I do recognize him. He's in like. He's always playing like a bad guy, but he's actually very funny and very chill and awesome. And I think that third that picture right on the end is from uh no, that's from their thing. But like we did a cover shoot with him for the Observer. And he talks like Matthew McConaughey, and he's very fun to hang out with. Yeah, he was in Now You See Me. I think he was a cop in Now You See Me. Oh, he, he always plays in- he cops or abusive dads like exclusively. Yeah, I think dads. I think he played a FBI agent with Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman was, yeah, I guess I think it was Ruffalo was the agent, but Morgan oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, Ruffalo was the agent. Freeman was the other magician who got yeah tripped. turned to Michael Caine's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Man, Michael Caine and Morgan Freeman worked together a lot. I feel like a lot more than I thought. I I quite enjoyed them in the movie, um, going out and going out in style or going in style or something. I thought it was I thought it was Las Vegas, but you're right. I think it might be going going out in style. It's also Las Vegas too. There's it's both. Is Michael Caine in Las Vegas? I think Michael Caine is in Las Vegas. Let's see, let's see. Las Vegas. I know that has. Let's see. These are like questions that, like, if this ever was like the wild card, I would get so fucked. No, no, it was De Niro, De Niro. and Douglas. Douglas. Yeah. And then fucking and what's his name? Um, Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein. He's cool. So Las Vegas and Going Out in Style is the one with. Yeah, they're both showing up for the Nolan films. They're both mm-hmm. showing up and like getting their paycheck. Yeah. With stuff. What happens in that movie? It sounds like bucket listy. I feel like that movie ends with both of them dying. Going going out in style? Oh no, they're all they're all they're all uh they're doing a heist. They're old man heisting. Yeah, yeah, they're old man heisting. So what happens is they're um so they so they're um they've been working at they're I think they I think they're in Michigan and they've been working at this plant for years. And what happens is the plant closes and they're merging with an overseas plant. And what happens is they basically said, none of you are getting your pensions by. And oh, they basically, so Michael Caine and Morgan Freeman and Alan Arkin, who, who are, who've been working there for like 45 years, going in style, like 45 years, basically throw away 45 years of work and they don't get no pension. And so what happens is they rob the bank that handles the pension plan, that used to handle the pension plan of their job. So they said, they have our money. Uh, they like they. I'm sorry. I just saw it. They have their money, mm-hmm. and so they decide to rob it. They. So what happens is Michael Caine is in a robbery. Like that. Mm-hmm. That bank gets robbed. He's watching them get the bank get robbed, and he basically says to Morgan Freeman and Larkin, "We could rob a bank because we're old. No, we're old too, and banks are insured. So oh, like morally, yeah, yeah. There's no yeah, problem. Against it. There's no problem with it because you know." They'll just give us the money. You know, they'll probably put it, you know, all we have to do is like not, you kill know, anyone. not, not to kill anyone and not fall for the die pack trick where when they're, oh, dropping the yeah. Money, yeah, when they're dropping the money in the bag, what tellers do, what they're told is drop a die pack in there 
where it can be tracked, then it explodes into the robber. That's, like, that's why yeah. you never let them go into the vault when they're like, we don't mm -hmm. have enough at the counter. You go, mm -hmm. then someone has to go with them to the vault because otherwise, I mean, I feel like I know how to rob a bank at this point. Everyone does basically. Now, because like what happens is funny, uh, funny too, um, funny too, Drew, uh, Fast and the Furious connection. One of the guys teaching them how to rob the bank is the actor who plays Baraga in Fast and the Furious. Wait, in this movie? In this movie, yes. I love that guy. I love that dude. Love he's like, I think he's so attractive for some reason. He's in Silver Lining Playbooks as the best friend too. He's so yeah. cute. He's got like a sweet face. He's got a sweet mm -hmm. face. He's got, he's got like a little, he's got like, reminds me of you a little bit, Ferris. He's got like a really sweet face, but he's like, plays okay. a bad guy yeah. in Fast and Furious. Well, yeah, I so, you go ahead. No, I was going to say like, there's a, there's a, there's something that happens at the end mm -hmm. that is probably a cool twist. I can't say it. Oh, you can spoil it's, it's, it. You sure? <laughs> Yeah, because well, I don't think anyone here is going in style like stands who have been dying to see this movie and just forgot to. I'll say this. Also, there's this. There's also this. Like I don't know this. Who's this famous Swedish actress? I don't know. Oh. Uh, oh. What's, her, what's her name? What's her name? Olga uh, something probably. No, no, going in. No, oh, like like she was like she was like the toast of the town back in Hollywood. Oh, Anne Margaret. Yeah, duh. Oh my god. Wait, wait, you didn't say like an old time person. I was gonna say um Gretchen Mole, but like no, you no, meant no. old time. Yeah, Anne Margaret. Yeah, yeah. So like Anne Margaret and Christopher Lloyd are in this movie too. So it's pretty fucking. Oh my god. It's just yeah. Anne Margaret's still alive. I guess I yeah, Anne Margaret's still alive. Yeah, yeah. Anne Margaret's yeah, and still alive. Yeah, and Christopher Lloyd, which I didn't know until Mister Nobody came out. I thought he died a long yeah. time ago. So we just haven't heard from so, him. So yeah, so like, so the twist is. John okay, Ortiz, who is teaching them how to rob this bank, was the robber who robbed the bank earlier oh, in the film. Yeah. I could have so, told I could have so, told you that. Yeah, so he he says this line where at the beginning he's like he's cussing like the bank's like, Oh, this bank institution is destroying the world. I can't believe you like you know, like he's cussing out the bank teller for taking Michael Caine's money. And he says, Our job as a community is to take care of the old and the sickly. And, the, and he points his gun, and then at the end of the movie, when they're at the diner, and he's giving him his cut, like, here's your cut. Michael Caine's giving him his cut. Uh, John Atreus is like, nah, nah, nah. As a community, our jobs take take care of the old and the sickly. And Michael Caine's, and Michael Caine's like, oh, it was you. And then he, you know, like, he, yeah, yeah. And then he, like, pulls down, like, there's, like, he has a tattoo that was a giveaway from... Oh, shit. So did he get, he gave, he robbed the bank without knowing who those guys were because they hadn't planned on doing it yet, but he gave them the idea just by robbing the bank. Like he, he was basically yes. doing like a Robin Hood. Basically. So he robs the bank. Michael Caine sees him rob the bank, says, you know what? We could rob a bank. Oh, how do we get? And then he goes to like the deadbeat dads. Like, Hey, I know, you know, criminals of, of like his grand, his granddaughter. I know, you know, criminals tell me someone who can rob a bank. And then the deadbeat dad connects him with John Ortiz who robbed the bank already. And he basically oh. takes them out of yeah. So okay, so okay, so the, does the bank teller let him keep the money? Like, do they get away with it? Yeah, they get away with it. And, yeah, and you guys, chat, does this not look like if like Ferris had like a like a, a cousin who grew his hair out on like an exchange? Hey man, me me, John Ortiz, we could be family. I, I love John Ortiz. You guys could him. be. I think you you said it a little bit wrong there. Cousin. You guys could be family. We can be family. John Ortiz is my brother, straight up. And I also like the idea that maybe this is a shared universe because that's kind of what Braga's doing. He gives all that yeah. money to the church. Like Braga steals mm -hmm. all that money, brings it like over, like underneath the border from from the U.S. to Mexico via like a heroin tunnel that they built. 
and then just gives the money to a church only to have it well, stolen also, back. Well, here's the thing too, Drew. The reason they um, criminals do that a lot because uh, governments are not not yeah basically governments can't touch church. They can't technically like they're 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 tax exempt. You you don't question where they get their money and you keep it moving. So how do you get rid of money laundering it without like you know getting in trouble? Well, how do they get it they back? Get... How's the church gonna give them money back though? Because like money laundering is when you have like a false business that like yeah like, like, like a laundromat yeah but you know, exactly but sometimes you need to get rid of excess money. You don't want too much money and you need to like bring <laughs> back down the cash flow. And how I you like... get rid of cash flow is you just mm -hmm. give it to a church because like no one's gonna say nothing to a church. And the I church isn't going to say nothing because the church. Yeah, I don't think money. it was. Am I thinking of that movie or am I thinking of uh, the harder they fall? Where like the church doesn't seem to like want the movie. Like whoever's working there is like, bro, like this shit again. I can't remember if it's this movie or it might be, but um, the harder they fall, where like the priest at the is, beginning. Like, yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, where he's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, fuck on, I don't want this fucking money. Like I want your mm -hmm. dirty shit. But uh, I like that part. I like that twist about Braga that like he like I don't think he he might have been money laundering. He definitely was keeping a lot of that money. Because like, well, no, no. What happens is like you keep most of the money and you launder it through proper businesses. But then like sometimes you gotta get rid of excess. So you gotta you right. just give the excess to like because like what happens is you ever seen the movie uh made in um American made American uh, made with it's like Russell so no no no, no. uh uh Tom Cruise is a uh, is a pilot. He's okay. actually playing a real life person named Barry Seal. Barry Seal started was was just a regular pilot. Um. The Medellin cartel rolled up on him and says, hey, we want you to do drug runs for us and we'll pay okay. you money. So he decided to do drug runs for the Medellin cartel. And they they gave him, he was, he was, so he would drop the drugs in Louisiana in like a bayou, in like a swamp. And then the Medellin cartel, their homies would like pick it up. Then he would get like delivered bags of cash. Just What's the Medellin cartel? What's the Medellin, what is that? What cartel you is know, that? Like uh, uh, Pablo Escobar's cartel? Okay, because I'm looking at the cast list for this, and it is the whitest people I've ever seen. These are all my favorite actors besides Tom Cruise. We got Caleb Landry Jones, Dom Hall Gleason, mm -hmm. Jesse Plemons. This is already like you sold me on that cast. Those um, though they work for the CIA. So what happens is very uh, sealed. That makes sense. It, I was yeah, like, what is happens it, like, is yeah, Irish. Yeah, no, no. So what happens with the what happens with um the CIA? They catch Barry Seal on a drug run, and so instead of, you know, firing him, they say, you know what? I want you to I want you to gun run for the CIA. I want you to gun run guns to Central America for the San for the Sanditas who are fighting a war against the Nicaraguan government. They're, you know, back in the 80s in the, the Central Central America, they were going through civil war. And you know, basically like America was providing them guns to stop communism, you know, whatever yeah. Ronald Reagan wants to say. So he would gun run to so he would gun run to them, give them the guns. Then he would also work for the cartel who would give him the drugs. He was oh, going to fly back. Sides. He was playing both sides because what happens is the the freedom fighters in Central America, they didn't really care. They just wanted money. So they would get, so like what happens is they would drop the guns. He would then take the gun. The, he would, then the cartel would take the guns because they needed the guns. And then the cartel would give the government drugs. Then the drugs would go to him. Then he would fly. Then the government then would pay him money, so it all got mixed up together. The honest, CIA, yeah, it was the all. CIA crazy. is the shadiest fucking thing in the entire world. Why it we is. have the CIA, like why that exists, is like proof that America's like <laughs> it's proof that America's not on the up and up. 
Because like we have a whole department of the government where we're like not allowed to know what they do. And every time we do find out what they do, it's like some it's like, mm-hmm. oh, they started like a fucking uh, war in like, you know, Colombia over like bananas. But it was secretly so they could oust a dictator. And you're like, wait, mm-hmm. why were we there? They, what, the they, fuck we doing? what the fuck were you doing there? The CIA helped murder a Shah in Iran. I mean, so, that's that's like the least thing that they've ever done. They have yeah. done so much shit. Like I believe, yeah. and I believe like the shit. Like they probably started like the crack ap- epidemic. Like in, they like, were I part don't... of. It. They were a part of the. They they knew cocaine was coming in America, mm-hmm. and they knew they needed to keep the flow because they needed to gun run to Central America. They didn't. They didn't purposely provide it. Like they didn't mm-hmm. like hand deliver it. Like they didn't just like they didn't do that. But they knew what was going on. They knew it was an integral part of the gun running. And their overall um, game plan in that region was to make sure the cocaine was still flowing through that region because everybody had to everybody had to eat <laughs> everybody had to eat because then what happened was then they would have to pay um, Antonio Noriega in Panama so he could let people through so they would pay him and then you know. <laughs> It was, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. No, I'm just laughing because I'm like, this is already the most interesting conversation I'm going to have all month. I can just yeah. tell. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah. So, um, so like they, they had to like, and then what happens is they also had to pay um, that dictator in Chile, uh, Pino, who murdered a bunch of people. Um, the CIA like, you know, ignored that because 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 cocaine was being made in Ch- the Chilean fields. So then, mm-hmm. like the Chilean in the Chilean fields, like in the in like the woods, like the forests, mm-hmm. before they had to move the before they had before they had to, like the cartel would do that in Chile, and then Pino found out and destroyed it. So they had to move the 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 creation to Col- the Colombian forests, which then created a guerrilla group called the Pepe's. Uh, and I like didn't uh, know all this, my God, yeah. Ferris. Yeah. Where did we like just hit on your fucking thing? Keep going. I'm I'm not stopping. No, so so what happens is the Pepe's um. They were they were basically like semi-communists, guerrilla fighters. What really they weren't really communists. They were like just like pay them a lot of money and keep them moving. So they would they were just as brutal as the cartels back then. Mm-hmm. So but they would murder cartel members, and they would send messages to other cartel members: keep doing your stuff, and we murder you. But the problem is, they were also selling drugs too. You know, so like everybody, uh, was, everybody was selling cocaine and crack, and because everybody knew how much money you made. Because back in the eighties, it was all about weed. It was all about weed. You know, weed, okay. weed, weed. You sold weed. You sold weed. You smuggled. You smuggled goods. You sold weed. You smuggled goods. You smuggled weed. And then out of nowhere, this thing called cocaine came out of nowhere. Isn't you know, this the like co- the movie Blow? This is like also what Blow is about, right? Yes, yeah, it's, it's 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 a lot. It's like it's all connected. It's all connected. It's like people act like. It's not connected. Like everything's connected because where did people get their cocaine back in mm-hmm. the day? Mm-hmm. Cent- no. South America, North, Northern South America, because that's where it was. It was in Colombia. And then it was also in like Chile. So that, that's, I don't that, that's know, what like, I don't even yeah. know like right now, like because my dad, my dad's a big proponent and like he works for government, but like he is a big conspiracy theorist about the government, which is like that you work for, like you were the government. Like, why do you like? But his thing was that he was put on a um, banana and porridge diet when he was a kid because mm-hmm. uh, he had stomach issues and he has like a gluten allergy, like like I do. But I didn't find that out until very late in life because my dad didn't believe he had a gluten allergy. He just believed his uh, that big banana had infiltrated uh, all levels of American um, like like uh, medical institutions. So like the, mm-hmm. some lobbyists from like. Uh, Colombia or Nicaragua or something were paying uh, 
like we're paying government officials and medical professionals to put kids on these diets of all bananas. And like, that sounds crazy and all, except that like the CIA did the like banana wars in other countries. Like mm -hmm. they were responsible for like the Dole Wars and the Chiquita Banana Wars. And like, these were actual things that the CIA did was like get themselves involved with like the banana stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so uh, Drew, you ever watch Narcos TV show on Netflix? No, I watched a season of Narcos with an ex-boyfriend. I don't remember that much. Was that CIA though? That was CIA. They were CIA, CIA? And, and no, so no, they were DEA. So they're DEA. Yeah. But there's a CIA component to it. There's an officer in the show that works for the CIA. And it's and it's all it's all like what what I told you is what they tell you in the show because it's most it's most it's mostly real. It's mostly real. And the way they show you it's real is they chop in real footage of the day they're telling you. So what happened was one day, um, Pablo Escobar was trying to kill someone. And he knew he was going to be a part of a, an airplane. He was going to fly. He was going to fly out. So he sent a kid with a bomb on the plane just to kill one person. And what happens is that person he tried to kill didn't get on the plane. And what happens is the kid who had the bomb in his suitcase on the plane detonated it off and murdered a bunch of people. When I was watching, I was like, yeah, this is fake. This is fake. And then they chopped in real footage from 1985 or seven or whatever the year was. And they chopped in like, watch this plane. Like, I'm like, that's real. Oh my God. He did that. He did I mean, that. It's, it's I mean, crazy. The, the craziest thing is like the CIA, like their whole thing is supposed to be like, you know, they're supposed to be so covert though. So there's probably tons of shit. It's all classified. We don't mm -hmm. know what the CIA did. Like we, we don't know what they've done on our soil. We don't know. Right. Like, well, also too, they couldn't control Pablo. Pablo didn't listen to anybody. Like, I mean, like you, yeah, like is he, it just about drugs? Is that the only reason the CIA exists? Is for drug stuff? <laughs> yeah, drugs, assassinations, toppling governments that they don't, <laughs> that America doesn't like. You know, the only thing that I feel like the, that I see that the CIA has never been able to do is get the like Russian stuff right. So like the USSR, they were like notoriously just like fucked up on that. Like they didn't. Well, because like, because the problem stuff. is, so the CIA was going against the KGB, and they were like, oh my god, they're just as good as us. They're just as good as us. And then the CIA wins when they're against a lesser country. But when the country you're spying on also has spies that are just as good as you, you're going to fail sometimes. And the CIA failed sometimes. Oh, yeah. yeah and when yeah. the CIA fails, then we find out about it. Exactly. Because, yeah. like, you know, you failed seven times to kill Fidel Castro. What is the you most recent thing that, and not to go off, we're pretty off topic, but you know what? I feel like yeah. that's how this show is going to go, Ferris, and I do not mind it. What's okay. the most recent thing that the, the CIA has done, like, that we know about? Like, what's the most recent That we know CIA? about? Yeah, like, what's the most uh, recent thing where I'm like, oh, there's the CIA doing some shit? There's a rumor that they're the reason Gaddafi's not in power. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, let's there's, see. There's that. Um, um, I feel like there's something with Trump. Venezuela. Trump something Trump happened. Um, the, Venezuela, the, the former Venezuelan dictator, they tried, mm -hmm. to, they tried to get rid of him. Oh, I'm seeing it. I remember what it was. In uh, July 2017, Donald Trump ordered a phasing out of CIA support for anti-Assad rebels. So he's like, no, uh, we're, yeah. for Assad. we're for Assad now. Yeah. Yikes. Was that one. You know what? How do you get, you know what? I've always wondered, how do you get recruited by them? Like, what what must you be doing in your life? What kind of sociopath must you be in your life? No offense to CIA members, but like, how they find you? No, exactly. Like, like what is a... What is a prototypical CIA target? Like, who, like what is it? 
You know, is it is it someone that you know that no one's ever gonna look for again? Like they, they have no family, they have nobody that they could like drop them in like a war zone or train them to like you know like oh they, they don't have to come back to mom or or their wife like they're like an orphan or are they like these highfalutin people that like know eight languages and like you know like I I, I don't know like I, I don't know what a CIA target is. It's homeland. It's homeland. You yeah. gotta be homeland. You gotta be homeland about it. Like yeah, so, okay, yeah. CIA and fiction. <laughs> Uh, actually, you know who it is? Hey, guys, stop it. Stop it. Mike, it's Mike Pompeo. That's no, a, that's it's the a guy from this movie. It's the guys from yeah. this movie. A better luck tomorrow. These mm -hmm. would be CIA agents. People who are exactly. like very smart, go to Harvard, don't mind killing a dude. Exactly. Don't mind getting their hands dirty. Derek Lou. That's who it is. Derek Lou and Ben Magby. There we go. There we yeah. go. And then Han. Han would be CIA. Han I guess Lou, technically Han, Han does work for an agent. Like, he works for Mr. Nobody. So that's yeah, like a part of the government. Yeah. So the fits. It fits. I think that's a that's a good also full circle here. I can hear my dogs going nuts here, so mm -hmm. I think we're gonna wrap it up in a second. But um, guys, we have like no movie for next week because what I wanted to do is leave it open to to people to tell us what would they like to hear us talk about, like what movie. Uh, I think that as long as one of or both of us haven't seen it, it's it should be for grabs. Hey, come here, come here, girl, come here. Come here. I guarantee you, probably ninety percent of the time, I probably haven't seen it. Yeah, so I have it yeah. up in the Patreon right now. We have a patron request, uh, patron poll, not poll. I think you can just put in whatever you can write in your candidate, like you're the Academy Awards fan favorite. Uh, mm -hmm. just put in whatever. Um, and we'll we'll get a sense too going forward. I know Ferris, you'd like to say that you haven't seen that many movies. I actually have not surprised seen that many movies outside of the genres I like. Like there mm -hmm. are, I've seen very few movies in like the war genre or like sports movies I've watched more of now, but like I memory mostly memorize just data points about them. Like I haven't seen a lot of movies. So I think as long as one or both of us haven't seen it, it'll be an interesting conversation. What genres do you like? Like what's horror what comedy? Horror. Um, I really hate dramas. I really hate like weepy dramas. Anything that's like a biopic I usually hate. So you said Secretariat and I was like, nah. oh man, you can make me watch Secretariat. Like that'd be interesting because it's, it's a, it's a, it's a sports biopic. That's pretty fun. I quite it's a enjoy sports it. Sports biopic about an animal. Yeah. Or wait, is it about the guy? No, the, no it's, the it's about the animal. It's about the horse. That's like what they're making on BoJack. They were making like the Secretariat movie. Okay. Yeah. You know what? We'll do that like a back to back with War Horse one day. <laughs> we'll see about yeah. that. War Horse. Yeah. It's the, yeah. I've never seen War Horse. Uh, so, you yeah. know what? I feel like that would be fun to do one day. But you guys tell us. And uh, Ferris, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me. Um, I'm at Ferris Patana on Twitter. You can find me um, on the Let's Get Ready Network channel. Um, I'm on, um, sometimes I show up on Fridays cause what happens is every Friday I, I do, I do call games, um, um, for the, for my school. Um, I call, yeah. I'm calling, I'm calling baseball games. I'm calling a baseball game this, this Friday. Uh, also to next week, uh, Wednesdays, every, every Wednesday at four o'clock, uh, I'll be going live on the KSFS.com radio station, uh, from one, to yeah. five, from, from four to five 30. Uh, I, it is my show through the magic box where I talk the latest and greatest in TV through the zeitgeist and the TVs that made us. Uh, so I think no. next week, yeah, I think. Are you going to have me on? Can I be a guest? There is a, there is a call in. There's a call in Drew. I'm, you know, there is a call in. I'm, I have, I've tried, we have set it up. Uh, they said it works. They said that it works fine. And so you know, send me the info does, and we're gonna put it. We're gonna put it in the description of this video. Like we're yeah. gonna have it so people can know where to call yeah. and when. Yeah, yeah, uh, so awesome. Yeah, so like there's that. Yeah, 
And then um, I'm on the Let's Get Ready Network channel. Uh, we're probably transitioning the highlights sports aspect of, of the channel to only audio. Uh, this coming March, the rally's coming back, which is our tennis our tennis sports show. Uh, it is it is hosted by me and our lovely yeah. Adelia that uh, that everyone knows. Mm-hmm. She's my co-host, and with guest appearances between Dagan and Corey, yeah. we're reviewing Indian Wells and the uh, Miami Masters, I believe, which are two big tennis tournaments. Indian um, Wells? That sounds like Indian something Wells. haunted. Like that sounds like some place that is haunted. Oh, don't go near the Indian Wells. Yeah, that's like, that's, that's, that's why I assumed, I assumed as well. Um, and, and, and <laughs> why? Um, yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Oh, you can find me every every Tuesday at eight o'clock here. Cinema I bias have... for the the perceivable future. Can I be honest, Ferris? I'm gonna call my shot now. You're gonna be like pretty famous one day. Like you are, you're gonna be because you're you're pretty young, dude. And like the amount of stuff you're doing and like the way you're leveling up. I mean, you mm. remind me of, of of somebody who I don't think you'd like the comparison to, but I'll just say that like your hustle is is so impressive, and I'm I, that's awesome. Congratulations about the show and Thank about you. all the Thank stuff you. you're doing. Yeah. Um, guys, you can find me here. This is my channel. Uh, you can find me here almost every day of the week. Things might be kind of changing up soon as as some work stuff gets sorted. Um, as you can hear, I have so many dogs now. Um, but uh, you can find me here with doing why are we like this, the video chronic pop culture quizzes. Everything is backslash video drew for all my stuff, except for if you want to find podcasts, that's over at content candy, wherever you get your listening things for your ears. So like Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, whatever, go there. Um, other than that, my Patreon, that's always nice. Give me money, please. And you can do things like come on an episode of cinema bias and recommend a movie or like, you know, be on live in the dark, which I think is still a show. We'll figure it out. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for coming, uh, for joining us today. Ferris, thank you so much for agreeing to do this. This has already been thank like you. the most interesting conversation I've ever had in my life. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I will say, before we go out, there are very few people who can like tell me a story, and I won't interrupt. And as of tonight, you are officially one of them. You are officially, you're one of like three people who can tell me something so interesting that I will be quiet for the entirety of it. Well, yeah, well, that's that, that's 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 a that's a pretty impressive feat for what I just did that because I was told you never you never stop talking. So like, I never stop talking. Yeah, I so never stop talking. It's, it's, it's but when crazy. I hear a story that's something I don't know, I'm like, oh, this might be interesting. I better shut up. Yeah, so I just like how, I just like I just like how everyone here it's just all my all my team members are like, oh yeah, Ferris is an old guy. It's like, yeah, I know, I'm old. Yeah, this, I love this, it though. Like, I love that you just like have this wealth of knowledge. Who knew? Yeah. Damn. Okay. See you guys next time. Bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.